Thank you guys so much for tuning in with Let's Talk with Isis. Let's jump into this. So, Thriving 30s. You guys. It was about maybe mm, three months ago. Maybe Well, is it three or four? What is it, August now? But in March, I started thinking about, you know, what I need to change before I hit 30 and then in my 30s. So my birthday was July 13th. And I stepped into a new decade, my 30s. And I hear a lot of people say dirty 30, dirty 30, which is not bad. Nothing wrong with it at all. But with me, I I just can't afford any more dirty stuff in my life. I'm like, I need something. Like, what's something good that I can add with the 30s, with the new decade? And I thought thriving 30s, exactly. That's, I I can't go any other way because my teens and my 20s was a hot mess. I mean, it was more bad than good because of the choices I made, the people I hung out with, the places I went to, um, just the mindset that I had, um, the distorted image. My self-image was just distorted because I let people speak words over me and I took them as mine. And words not, and there was people that spoke, you know, life into me, but really words that were hurtful, harmful, and then also mistakes that I made, I end up taking that as my identity and not seeing it as just something I did, but I took it on as me. And then that's when just the, the cycle of failure and frustration was just all throughout my teens and 20s. And... The only thing I want to bring it to my 30s is the lessons from my uh, teens and 20s so I can tell other young girls about it. I do not want young females or males because it can be, I don't know what, I mean on this podcast it shows that more men listen, but this can go for men and women. It does not matter because we can all learn, you know, from people's mistakes. And um, we can just learn. And that's what I want to do. And with this Thriving 30s podcast today, for me, well, just think about thriving just in general. When you thrive, you are what, what thriving means to me is you're succeeding, you're moving up, you're doing better. And that's what I set my 30s to be. And for me to be able to thrive in my 30s, I have to have a mindset change. And so again, like I stated before, around in March, I was thinking about, man, I really have to change some things. Like I cannot keep on doing the same thing over and over again, thinking that I can have a different outcome. That is the definition of insanity. You keep on doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. Expect a different outcome. For instance, me, I was like, I'm spending, I'm spending, I'm spending, I'm spending, I'm going out to eat. And then I expect for me to have money when I keep on spending and spending and spending and not budgeting. And then I wonder why, well, dang, why is my money low? Why am I broke right now? Well, duh, because I was spending and spending and not budgeting. You know, just things like that. Or it's like, man... Why Why is there just drama every time I come around this place and it just seems like a follow-up? Well, maybe 
if you get out of that place or out of these people that fill with drama, then maybe then when you wouldn't be in the drama. It's like you just gotta can't do the same thing over and over again. Expect different results. But um in my teens and twenties, a big thing for me was people pleasing. And that's what I'm leaving behind. And that's how, that's one of the steps that I'm taking towards thriving in my 30s is not being a people pleaser. And not wasting my energy on the wrong people. That was a big thing for me. I would, you know, I got involved with a family and... I had someone that I was dating and eventually married and just the connection with them. It was some good, you know, nice people in there, but as in a whole, it was a bad connection. I would put myself last. I will give, give, give. I would let people just talk about me, just all kinds of things, just because I wanted to be a people pleaser and I want to have people around. Now, I did have other friends that were outside of this family, which was awesome. And, you know, I should have stuck close to it and spent more time with them and energy with, energy with them. But that's what the enemy would try to do. He'll try to put, which is, that's going to be a whole different podcast. So I'm not going to even get into details with that. So, back to, you know, me just being a people pleaser and, and giving my energy out to the wrong people. I'm not doing that in my 30s. I'm not. If I see that, and I'm not saying this to be like a brat or like I just need, need attention, but you know, there's a balance of things. And then, you know, it's Holy Spirit, you know, will lead us, give us discernment. But now I'm not going to waste my time with people who really don't even, you know, who don't really care about me or my well being. I'm just not. Like, I used to reach out and encourage and encourage and encourage. And I'm like, why am I doing this? They're not even receiving it. I don't like, why am I wasting my energy on, you know, these people are a person. And the only time they contact me is if they want something, then that's it. I mean, that's it. I mean, that's just one example, which I'm going to have to cut this podcast short because I can talk about. This whole everything with my 15, my teens and my 20s, you know, I could take all day talking about it. I'm going to have to break this up into um, different podcasts. But um, that's that's a, those are two things I'm leaving behind. And I'm making sure that I'm not caring in my thriving 30s. I'm not doing that. People pleasing, putting your energy towards the wrong people, places, or things. That can become a distraction. That can become a hindrance, which happened to me when I got into uh, my college. My freshman year was just awesome. Um, My sophomore year, that's when I got involved heavily with the wrong people, people pleasing. Then this uh, this type of group, I was like, oh, my God, they're so cool. They're doing this and that, which I'm not going to give details in this right now. Again, I'll be safe for another uh, podcast. But, you know, I I spent my energy and everything towards the wrong crowd, which delayed and hindered me with getting a degree. And I'm not blaming it on anyone else, but it was me making the choice 
to hang out with the wrong crowd, to spend my energy on the wrong people, but the people who really do not care, you know, about my well-being. So, you know, that's one, that's a, well, those are two things, you know, but that, that's being left in my teens and 20s. And if there's anyone listening that's in your teenage years right now or your 20s right now, please listen. Who you hang around, who you attach yourself to does matter. It really does matter. There's a Bible verse and I have to, I'm going to paraphrase it because at the moment I cannot remember exactly uh, where it's at or, uh, you know, the exact words, but it says, bad communication corrupt good morals. Basically, hanging out with people that you know you have no business with and not calling them bad. They might be in a bad season or whatever, you know, that is just that. They're not, they're, you're, you're not good, you know, you don't need to be around them. They're doing stuff that's not, you know, that doesn't speak life, that's not in your vision, that's things that are, just, are things that are illegal or just immoral things. You cannot hang out with people like that and think that you will not get infected. I don't care how strong you are, okay? We are supposed to affect people, not let them infect us. And, you know... And if you're Christian, you might say, well, Jesus sat down with the sinners and stuff. And yes, he did. He talked with them, but he did not befriend them. He had that certain group of people with him, his 12 disciples, which, you know, then went down, you know, because of um, Judas and everything. But he had, they were the ones who were with him. And then, to break it down even more, when he went to go pray or uh, when he went to do certain, you know, assignments, he only took Peter John, and I think there's someone else I can't think of right now. So out of that group that he hung out with, then he had a certain uh, group, you know, a little bit of people that would go with him on bigger missions. So yes, we're supposed to, you know, we could talk, encourage people, but we don't need to actually hang out and do the things that they do. We can't let them infect us. We're supposed to affect them. So please look at your circle right now. Who are you with? What are their morals? What are their characters? Don't look at potential. Potential is good. But you have to say, are their words matching their actions? What are their fruits? Are they someone who not only is like-minded, but like-hearted? You have to think on those things because who you are connected to can affect your destiny. And you do not want to sabotage, delay, or anything if you really don't have to. We already got enough going on in the world and the stuff that the enemy bring. Why add on extra to it with the people you hang with? And it seems like I'm going to have to do, um, you know, probably different parts. Part one, part two with this because that was a major thing. It was me, you know, in my 15s and my 20s hanging out with the wrong people because I thought they were cool. It was something different and I wanted to feel a part of like a family. If I could say, if I, I, so I could feel part of, you know, quote, gang, unquote. You know what I mean? Just read between the lines there. (laughs) So I'm telling you, you have to, I'm telling you, you have to break from people who are no good and, and 
You know, usually God will bring people in your life where you're supposed to be with, you know, befriend, befriend with, maybe for seasons, maybe for life, but then here comes the enemy too. And you have to, you have to choose. And on my end, I chose the wrong. I was blinded. The enemy would tell me lies and I believed them and stuck with the wrong crowd. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you that that affects you. That affects you in the way you think, with your money, with your family. I am telling you, you have to watch who you connect with. You have to, even with family, if, if you have to separate from family, that's what you're going to have to do. Is it separate with family members who are just trying to bring you down, who are talking down on you and on your dream, or just very negative towards you? You're going to have to get away with that with family. Again, and family, that's a different topic too because there's certain ways you have to break loose or say if you can't, what if, you, what if it's your husband? What if it's your sibling? You know, that's a whole different topic right there. But if you can, if it's like someone you can get away from and maybe not speak for a while until you're strong or the leading of the Holy Spirit tell you to speak with them, you know, then that's why I encourage you to do to separate yourself if you can in that manner. But I'm telling you, friendships, matter associations matter you need to think about who you are with and i'm keep on saying this because it's so important because this is this is what took a turn in my life so i'll just give a little so and i remember this i was going to cameron this was 2011 and I went up to this guy and I know Holy Spirit was putting, was pressing on me, no, don't even talk to him, don't even talk to him. And I went ahead and I still talked to him and then I asked him for his brother's number. Holy Spirit said, don't, don't get the number, don't take it down. And I still did it. I got in connection with this guy's brother and what I was exposed to and what I let myself in was the most traumatic events of life ever. Like it was super traumatic. Well, one of them, cause yeah, one of yeah, it was a, it was a lot with pertaining with him. Was again, that's going to be a whole different podcast. I'm going to have a lot of podcasts, cause I mean, I have stories at the union. It's so crazy. Y'all could probably think I'm like making stuff up as I go, but I am telling you. I put my own self through a lot solely because of associations and friendships that I had no business being with. But because the root of it, now that I know, is my self-esteem. And then I felt like, well, it's easier. I don't have to push to be better. I don't have to, you know, I could just be, you know, just I could just be whatever with them. You know, they don't expect anything from me. That, you know, I'm hanging out with them, but, you know, I don't really cherish the friendship. So I could just hang and whatever. Just It was just so much, so much. But the whole root of it was a low self-esteem and wanting to feel connected and love. And, of course, the enemy will always try to gear somebody the wrong way, thinking that it's real acceptance and love in this group of people or this gang or this family when it's really toxic the whole time and messing you up. So that's what I'm saying. You let go. Young girls, well, young women, women, young men, take an inventory. And sometimes it's not as easy, it's easier said than done. Think about 
do we have the same mindset? Are we like-minded, like-hearted? Do we have the same principles, principles and values and morals? Where are they going in life? Do they have a vision? Are they good with money? Because to be honest, I didn't even know. I took out a loan. I didn't even know what a loan was until this uh, friend of mine before told me. And so, I mean, hanging out with people could affect your money, whether for good or for bad. You just got to really examine Examine your surroundings, observe and see what is this really like? Where are they going? Do I want to connect myself? Is this someone who wants to move forward? Or if you're happy where you're at, with this, say if you just for example, I'm just throwing this out here say you're a bank robber and you hang out with friends and you don't want to change being a bank robber, then you stay with your bank robber friends because that's what you want to be too. So that's where y'all can stay at. But if you're hanging out with people that are bank robber but you really want to be successful and have your own business. You're going to have to pull away from that group because y'all don't have the same vision or morals or values or principles. That's something that you really have to evaluate in your 15 and 20s because it can come back and you and it can it can literally come back and hunt you with condemnation and guilt and with the wrong choices just from being infected and influenced with people. Who, you know, basically what behind it is spirits behind it. Who people who have spirits, which even, I don't care if you see the potential, like, well, they do this and do that. No, what are the fruits? What are the actions saying? So let go of that. Let go. Let go of that. And what I want you to do now, even if you have to be in a season alone, while you're in a season, once you separate, you need to stick, you know, have a season by yourself. If you're a Christian... You and Jesus, y'all just sit there and you just examine yourself and see where you want to be in life and the people you want to hang out with, you know, just create you a vision board of what you want, or at least write it down. And I promise you, God will start bringing in the people that you need to be connected with because you let go of the people who you're not supposed to be connected with. And so I said all that to say that in my 30s, that's what I'm doing, which I already started doing at, you know, late, my late 20s, start uh, disconnecting. And then there's still, there is a few people right now that I'm praying. I'm like, Lord, do I let go? Because some people, you know, you don't just cut off like that. Or maybe God wants you to pray over them more, you know, or kind of disconnect slowly. Or there's people that God's like, y'all going to stay connected for life. Or this person just for another season. You know, God's going to tell you where to put your energy at. Oh, I mean, energy, like who you speak over, who are you going to be accountable with? You know, you just don't want to put yourself in the wrong, uh, your, uh, wrong in, your energy into the wrong person or the wrong group of people because that becomes a distraction. Distraction can hindrances and that can just kind of get a detour on where God wants you to go. So this is going to go ahead and be part one. I am doing this podcast off the dome because it's really no script. There's no, there's nothing I can really write down to keep this in order because I'm going to be talking about, you know, my life and what I learned. So this time is just with friendships and associations, what I left behind in my teens and 20s and how I'm using that to thrive in my 30s with friends and associations. 
So I'm going to go ahead and uh, I want you guys to look at my Facebook um, that Let's Talk With Isis. And I got a little homework for you guys to do, you know, with this podcast that's recorded today. So again, thank you guys so much, so much for tuning in. God bless you guys. Love you guys. And stay tuned because I guess what? This is part one of Thriving 30. So we're going to have a part two. All right. Thank you.